Welcome to Mastering Your 30s, a podcast to guide women in their 30s about how to relax, enjoy the ride, and make investments for their future health, wealth, and well-being, and for women beyond their 30s to share their wisdom and experience with others. I am Alev Bakan, health and nutrition coach and founder of Health & Co. In this episode, I am alone. I don't have any guests. I want to make a solo start to the new year and talk about our inner voice and its effect on our self-peace, power and happiness. Welcome all and Happy New Year. As we are welcoming a new year, I assume many of you have already set up some goals and resolutions and started to work hard towards them. I'm not going to sit here and tell you more about habits and habit formation. Uh, I already have a program and an episode about it. And if you are interested about goal setting or habit formation, you can contact me through www.healthandco.com. Or you can listen Mastering Your 30s, episode number three about habit formation. But I want to talk about uh, something other than habits. I'm here to talk about you, your inner voice, the tone you said while you are talking to yourself and how it affects your goals, dreams and everything beyond it. Well, I think we all have an idea about what setting a tone means while we are communicating with others, right? Setting your tone means establishing your message, attitude, emotion, and intention. So it involves being aware of the impact your words may have on the listener. And not only your words, but the way you explain it, the tonations you use. So setting your tone is a powerful tool that impacts greatly your communication. And being aware of your attitude, your emotion, and your intention behind your message can inspire, build trust, or avoid conflict. The tone you said can greatly influence on how your message is received. So when you are using the right tone, you can effectively convey your message and positively impact those around you. We know that setting your tone is one of the essential and powerful tool for a healthy communication with others. But what about your relationship with yourself, your self-health, self-acceptance? We all have this monologue with ourselves that sometimes makes us try new things, try harder to see different perspectives or to stay put and listen others or to give up completely. So it all depends on our mood, energy, tone and everything around ourselves. So let's talk about setting that tone when we are using with ourselves. It's a super important thing to be careful with because our inner voice can greatly impact our thoughts and emotions. You want to make sure that your inner voice is encouraging and uplifting, right? So how to do it? How to 
set a positive tone in our inner voice? Well, first, try to be aware of the words you are using when you are speaking to yourself. Are you using words that are making you feel good or are you using mostly negative words that bring you down? If you are using a negative language, try to reframe your thoughts with positive and empowering words. I know most of the time we use our inner voice while we are struggling with things or criticizing ourselves. And in those critical times, we can be our own worst critic. I have been there and done that, and I still catch myself doing it from time to time. Motherhood, for example, motherhood problems, no matter what the situation is, as mothers, we have higher tendency to believe that we are the worst mother, worst mother in the whole world. Of course, we make mistakes. And if you if you haven't listened it yet, listen our episode number nine, where I talked about my epic nutcracker failure. But still in that time, I acknowledge that I made a huge mistake and messed up uh, the dates of my daughter's nutcracker uh, performance dates. But, uh, and first I was, to be honest, extremely harsh to myself. I was like beating myself up and telling myself how I made this mistake. Then I realized that worrying about it and beating myself up won't change anything. So I automatically stopped myself, tried to see a bigger picture, controlled everything and tried to make sure that I, that same mistake won't happen again. And then I tried to learn from it and was very open to my daughter about it and try hard for her to see that moms make mistakes and try to teach her something too. I know it's hard. I know it's not like the easiest thing in the world, accepting the failure, accepting the mistakes, and then setting yourself apart from it and then moving forward from it. It's not that easy. And sometimes when we are trying to be a good friend for to to us to to ourselves we can even take the things a little bit too much so there is a thin line between being positive to yourself acknowledging and accepting your mistakes and talking and walking around like you have no mistakes at all and everything uh, the whole universe around you is to blame than yourself so To stay on the neutral ground, I I make this rule for myself, reminding myself uh, to stay grounded. Uh, And I use this rule every time I start start talking to myself and especially when I'm criticizing myself hopelessly. I hope you can also use this tool and it's it's a fairly easy uh, rule to apply. So in order to remember to be kind and patient with myself, instead of being self-critical, I try to get on the cheerleading mode and treat myself with the same kindness and encouragement that I give to a friend. So every time I start going through that self-blaming 
rabbit hole. I change the subject of my sentences and listen the story as if I am listening from a very good friend. And, you know, when you have a good friend and when you are listening her stories, uh, you try to be supportive. You start, you try to make her feel good, but still also be uh, open to her and show her mistakes without being too harsh. So you do like a, maybe a positive sentence and then a negative sentence. So you you say it all, but in a very encouraging way. So imagine you have a friend that you see every day and she is the queen of name calling, harsh criticism and reminding you all the time about your past mistakes. Would you be like her friend or would you would you be open to her? Would you tell her everything honestly or would you try to hide your mistakes and like sugarcoat things uh, so that she won't start that harsh blaming game again? So don't be that harsh friend to yourself. It's very important to remember that setting the tone of your inner voice is a journey and not a destination. So be patient and gentle with yourself as you work to develop a more positive and nurturing inner voice. With a little practice, you can cultivate a mindset that supports your goal. Well, as we said before, the tone changes the mood and the mood can change the whole perspective. With a new and improved perspective, you can be open to accept change while you also have a better vision about what is working you and not. And this you can reflect on your habits, goal and everything. But like I said, we are not here to talk about habits. Habits are already covered. So, but as you know, life is hard and it doesn't come with a manual. So we are kind of updating our life strategy according to things we are going through. And so that's why I also want to include um, five of the most common sentences that I am using with my clients in their 30s and also beyond their 30s. But I think in your 30s, you are still in this life struggle, a lot of things happening in your life and in your day. So like sometimes you have to sit still or at least try to be as still as you can and remind yourself uh, about the the truths that we all know, but some we somehow forgot about them. Um, so these are the five sentences that I want you to remind yourself. I want to maybe when you are feeling you're low or when you are feeling lost or when things are you feel like things are not going the way they should. I I want you to remind yourself those three advices, piece of advices. So the first one is. There is no right and wrong uh, with the life balance. So, and everybody's dynamics is, is different. So don't compare your dynamics with anyone else. The second one is what seems good from the outside can be a burning hell from the inside. So don't be fooled by the images. This is especially true 
if you are spending too much time on social media, uh, I know you all know, like, you can show things extremely different than they are actually are, are through social media. And people people usually they tend to show their good side of, uh, on social media and keep the bad side, sad side or struggling side on themselves. So the thing you are seeing on social media, usually they are filtered and chosen very carefully. Things, bad things happening everywhere, bad things or sad things are happening to everyone. And I think the way people are treating those things, are handling those things, or are getting over those things is different. But like I said, the image can most of the time fool ourselves, fool, fool you. The third one is also a very important one, is about vocalizing the thoughts of others. So please don't vocalize the other people's thought. Don't assume how they are feeling. This is especially true for mothers. Well, as mothers, we often think that the changes we are doing in our children's life are causing extremely big uh, challenges uh, or damages on them. And it might happen, you know, like some changes that can do some damages that can cause some different effect on the children's psychology. But most of the time, the children, they are not focused on the events per se, but they are more focused on our uh, emotions, on 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 the reflection of our emotions to them. So they are kind of like a mirror. So most of the time moms they feel guilty that they are going to work and leaving the children at home or like uh, when the children are going to daycare uh, earlier than some other kids moms they are feeling very bad or like going through a harsh divorce sometimes they think that uh, the divorce will affect the children very badly. Of course, this might happen too, but most of the time it's not the situation, but the emotions that we are reflecting on them that are causing the damages or the worries or the problems. So stop vocalizing the thought of your children, your loved ones, and try to Control your emotions and how you mirror them on the ones that are around you. So, And the fourth piece of advice is about judgments. Don't ask questions with answers you might not like, even to yourself and especially to yourself. So if you are not ready to be judged, to be judged by others or to be judged by yourself, well, don't start it. So uh, the best advice I can give on this subject is to break the subject into little pieces and start with the pieces that you feel most comfortable. For example, a a, a very good example uh, on this can be a very recent mistake that I made. I when I was recording this episode, I recorded once. I uploaded and, and I aired it. And when I listen it back, even though I listened it before, 
it's it didn't sound like me. So first I was like, you know what? No, it's okay. I don't need to do it all over again. It's okay. Or I was like thinking maybe for the next time I can change the microphone. Maybe for the next time I can change the the app that I'm using to record this app. Then I said, you know what, Alev, that's not the thing. You know it. I know it. <laughs> I uh, deep down inside. So I'm like, you know, let me re-record it, and then if it's not working, we can. T- I can think about another buying another microphone i can think about changing the uh, the app so it takes time to accept your mistake or maybe like it takes time to accept that you have to redo things or you are not that good and i still if i listen one more time i think i can find some mistakes and you know if i re-record it there will be some parts that i will like and some parts that i won't like again of course, we are not going for the 100% perfect. We, there is no 100% perfect. But still, if it's bugging you and if you feel like it, and if you are not still completely there to accept it, accept the things that you did good, like maybe the content of this this episode, and then move towards the things that you have to work on, like the quality of the sound. So I hope this one is, is going to be better. And uh, not but not least, as the last pieces of advice, I have to, I want to, and I need to remind you that beating yourself up and blaming yourself won't take you anywhere but down. So being sad is normal. Feeling guilty is understandable. But there is nobody else than you who will take you and who have the power to take you to pause this blame game and start the journey upward. Well, these are the most common sentences, advices that I use during my personal coaching sessions. And of course, there are many more sentences, advices like that, uh, that I talk with my clients and uh, it came up during our sessions or during our group programs. And I will try to bring them to your attention in the future episodes. But I have to also make this mark. And and I think this is a very, very important uh, thing to consider, especially for the parents, because as parents, as mom, like I, I can say for myself, as a mom, I always teach my children that they have the power to be anything they want. And they are strong enough to get up after a fall and continue the race. And they also have the freedom to choose their own pace uh, to when they are working hard to be the best version of themselves. And I always also tell them that compare yourself with yourself. Don't compare yourself with others. It's okay, of course, to look around and see what other people are doing, maybe to to see where you are at the at the road that you that takes you to your goal, but still you are you and they are them. I always tell them this. But I think somehow 
when we are growing up, during that growing up period, we forget that those rules apply to us too. So I want to remind you that you have the power to be anything you want. You can get up after a fall and continue the race. You can find your own pace and you must be your best friend. You must be your biggest cheerleader. And most of all, you must be nice to yourself. I hope this new year and any new day will bring you the health and the peace you need to live your life to the fullest. I hope you also enjoyed this episode and the, the content of it because those are very important points for my life too. And I, I sometimes need to remind everything in this episode to myself too. So I hope this will be a good reminder to you and you can maybe also tell your friends about those things and maybe have them listen this episode. Uh, and if you need uh, more content or more uh, resources about uh, self-talk and inner voice, uh, there is a free resources that uh, I prepared for all my clients and all the people who will, who are interested to at www.healthandco.com slash free resources. You can always reach out to me to schedule a free introductory session to see how we can help you with your life and health goals through Health & Co. websites, or you can also DM me from my Instagram account, which is Health & Co. USA. You can learn more about Mastering Your 30s Club, group programs, and all the information about my guests and programs at www.masteringyour30s.com. Listen to the new episodes of Mastering Your 30s wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be good to yourself. <laughs>